I, uh... I am the most patiently impatient person. I don't know what word it is. I don't know how you say it. I don't know any of that stuff. <clears throat> My vocabulary is fabricated. The magnitude of my vocabulary is uh, <laughs> fabricated. Listen, I can't, for any brief window of time, explain to you how or why I am where I am in life. All the people that I've met and actually had relationships with of some significant degree, we'll say, They all thought of themselves as being a cog in the machine. Even people that I knew that were ambitious and successful, they still believed that they were part of it all. I have never felt that way. I cannot remember a single instance in my life all the way back to the beginning. I have memories that I told my, my mom about and she's like, you were two years old, Mike, when that happened. You were three years old, Mike. You were four years old, Mike. Vivid memories of time spent doing uh, uninteresting things, watching television. Hanging out the playground. Maybe something happened in the background that was significant that embedded that in my memory. But I could, I could go through my life and it would take my life to do it. Do you understand? I have millions and millions of memories. I could sit here and talk for fucking uh, literally 40 years about shit that I've experienced in my life. Yeah, I'm sure there's other people that could do it. I'm not fucking special. But I haven't met them. You understand? If you're out there, hello, someone like me, hi, you're not alone. Although you feel like you are, because I do. All my friends don't remember a goddamn thing. Oh, I don't remember what happened to me last week. I don't remember anything from my childhood. I played baseball a few times. Got some sweet Christmas presents I remember. Motherfucker, I remember every single Christmas. I remember who we were with and where we were. Sometimes I even remember what I was wearing. Christmas mornings were a little bit difficult for me to pin down what I was wearing because I've thought about this before because a lot of times I was in some random pair of sweatpants or t-shirt or something. Zubas for a large portion of my life and uh, oversized twin sweatshirts probably from like 7 to 11. I, but I, what my, my, my point is, is I don't feel the same way as everybody else does. And again, it's like, I'm not trying to be a special snowflake here. It's just, I wish that there was other people I could communicate with in my life that felt like I did. And quite possibly there, everyone that I've ever met feels like I do. And they just don't, 
talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they just uh, they they stuff it down and they don't they don't discuss those types of things. Or maybe quite possibly they're afraid to suggest or say anything like that because no one everyone will say, "Oh, you just think you're special. Oh, you're you're just a normal person. Why do you think you deserve this or why do you think you deserve that?" That probably is the most likely answer because I'm not unique. I'm not special. Listen. Yes, I've taken multiple Briggs-Myers personality tests, but the problem with those tests is I know what they're asking me when I'm answering the questions, and I cannot be fucking honest because in two seconds I can be completely different. If you ask me a question and you say, do you feel comfortable in a group of people? I, that isn't a yes or no fucking question, man. If it's a group of people that I've never met in my entire life and I have no business being in that room, yeah, I don't feel comfortable at all. Is there a goal, though? You add that to it. That's the caveat. Is there a goal to me being in a room with a bunch of people I've never met before with no business being there? Am I trying to accomplish something? Then, yeah, then I'm super comfortable. I'll own the room. But if I have no reason, like if I'm waiting for someone or I'm meeting someone somewhere, even that goal, that goal doesn't matter. I'm saying my, I need a goal to push for, right? I don't know, dude. No, I'm not comfortable. But for any other reason uh, to be in that room, then fuck yeah, I'm comfortable. So I can't answer that yes or no. And I understand what it's asking me. You know, I I know where these questions are going to lead to. Do you feel more comfortable leading uh, or, or following? It depends. Do I respect my leader? If he has a track record of making excellent decisions... That have made my uh, experience with the, that man beneficial to me, or at least entertaining, or exciting, or successful. Then I'll follow him till the cows come home. I'll bleed and die for that motherfucker. But if he's a fuck up and he constantly makes mistakes, or even if he's not being as efficient as he possibly could, because no matter how much I love that leader, I'm gonna try in the back of my mind to find a more efficient way to do what he's doing, a more successful way to do what he's doing. And if I can't, if I'm racking my brain, I, dude, I can't figure out how to do anything better than what you're doing. Lead on, brother. Tell me where to go. But if he's weak, I'm gonna pounce on it, call him out, and try to take over. It's just what I do. It's just who I am. I've always been that way since a little kid. Oh, you can change your... Yeah, well, then if you're gay, then stop sucking dicks, right? You can't change that. I can't change myself, right? So we're in the same boat. Either you're born a a particular way with certain tendencies or it's all malleable. Pick one because it isn't both. It's one or the other. I personally don't feel like I belong in in any situation. Although I can be in any situation. You could put me in a group of fucking blue-collar, bricklaying motherfuckers. Right? I'll make fun of them because they're bricklayers and they're not block layers. You understand? I'll razz them a bit. You could put me in a group of... Uh, you could put me in a group of guys that work in IT. A bunch of fucking nerds who've never tasted vagina or had a threesome or been to crazy parties. Right, they're just dorks that sit at home and play on the PC and code shit all day. I'll fit in a room with them too. Me and those guys, we get along great, just as much as the blue collar guys, car mechanics, engineers, doctors, lawyers. Doesn't matter. 
I've been in the room with all those guys, and I've been successful in those rooms for being a per a character, a person. And sure, I have this baseline tendency of Mike Silberg, right, that I roll with. But at the at the outside of that, it's always something else. It's always a different take on that particular situation. It's never the same guy. And that's why my friends have been isolated from each other since the beginning. I've never crossed friends. Never, ever, ever, ever have I had groups of friends that I introduced to each other or I brought other friends into other friends' lives. Never happened. Because I'm different with each group of friends. And I can't have crossed paths. That's another reason why girls that I date, I don't work well when they are in my my world with whatever group of friends I'm in. Unless I specifically set out to be that particular type of person. So here, case in point right now, what's occurring is unfortunately uh, the shit with Lance, He's they, t- they try to hook me up with two different girls. Young, under 30, attractive, single, emotionally fucking weird ass bitches. Type of girls that I love. That I would love to be involved with. Because of the drama. Right? Because that's the character that I'm showing them. So they think Mike Silberg would be great. The problem is the underlying truth is that I fucking can't stand bitches like that, dude. I want a traditional Christian conservative wife who likes to cook and clean, who likes to take care of children, who likes to take the dogs for walks, who likes to drive my fucking oversized fucking expedition or you know, suburban, whatever, Lincoln uh, Navigator, uh, Escalade, whatever you want to call it, big-ass fucking truck to go get groceries and take the kids to hockey and has lunch with their friends and doesn't even consider fucking anybody else because she's satisfied with me and she understands that I'm a man and I provide and that's my role and blah, 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 blah. That's what I really want, you understand? But it's difficult because to get into that area... As a felon, as someone who has criminal tendencies, it's difficult. Even the blue-collar guys that I associate with who have wives that are like that, once they find out that I'm a convict and I can't go hunting with them, I can't fucking shoot guns for sport with them, I can't do this with them, I can't do that, I'm working here because of this reason, those people are just as judgmental as the elitist fucks that I know that are in like real estate and uh, medical field and, and what have you. They're the exact same type of people. When it comes down to judging, they'll always ostracize motherfuckers that are different in their group. It's just It's just how it is. In every group, that's how it is. And I'm not talking about racial groups, although there's a lot of precedence for that. I'm talking about cliques. Right, social circles. People have these little social circles, and on occasion they venture out into other social circles. And on a very rare occasion, sometimes those social circles uh, intertwine and become one giant social circle. It's very rare that it occurs, but it happens. Now, I, I know some other people who can bounce between groups of friends, no problem. You know? 
hey, uh, hey, Mike, let's go meet uh, up with these these people who are my friends from high school. The same guy in both parties acts the same. Hey, this is my mom and dad, and my uncle. They're going to be coming fishing with us. Same guy, same same everything. And me, I'm just on the other end of it. Like, the fuck is going on here? How are you? How are you? How are you managing to uh, to manipulate all these people simultaneously? You're God. How are you wearing so many masks at the same time yet not showing any of them? You're amazing. The sad reality, though, is that they're not being anything other than what they are. And that's how they can float between between social groups. I've tried a million times. I've tried. I have. I had pockets of friends that I was try. I tried to be Mike, the whole way. But it's too much. People can't handle it, man. So I had to tone it back a little bit. And as soon as I start toning it back a little bit, I start making compromises on other aspects of my life and personality. Now, well, do I really need to say that to them? Do I really need to do that? Do I really need to wear that? Do I need? Do I need to, to ask them this question? You know, and once that happens, I think, well, well, fuck it. Let's just continue the creation of the character that suits their needs. Do they want a funny guy, a rambunctious guy around? Boom. There you go. Do they want like a serious, slow, stern, thinking, critical individual? Boom. There you go. Do they want a rough and tumble, aggressive fighter who doesn't talk and is all about action? Boom. There you go. Do they want an artsy, crafty individual who's spiritual and into nature and activities outdoors and animals? Boom, there you go. What do you want me to be, man? Because everybody wants somebody to be a certain fucking way. I'm not even real with I'm not even real with anybody. I'm not even real talking to you right now, man. I don't want to do this. What am I doing this for? I'm not going to get famous. No one's going to give a flying fuck about some random ass dude. I'm doing it just to fucking say the stuff. I'm just getting it out there. Even in these moments when I'm by myself, talking to myself about shit that no one cares about but myself. It's like there's these underlying, I don't know, ulterior motives, man. It's like I'm trying to convince myself of something else. As I'm talking uh, to someone else about myself. And at the end of the day, what, what's the fucking point of this? I'm not... I'm not going to change. Because I don't want to change? Is that why I'm doing this? Because I'm trying to trying to solidify my fucking role in life as the uh, the chameleon? Is that who I have to be? Is that what I'm supposed to do? Where has it fucking gotten me? Huh? It's gotten me nowhere. Yeah, I got a new truck. I got a new phone. Big fucking deal, dude. I could have had these things years ago. I just chose not to because I didn't want to have car payments. And now I'm in deep. I got $1,500 a month I got to fucking cover. Out of nowhere. I'm not making enough money to be the type of person I want to be, I suppose. I'm content though with this. I'm not going to I'm not going to I want my own fucking place. You know? I want my own house or townhouse or something. 
I don't want to rent. I want my own fucking house. Okay. I want a couple few bedrooms and a basement and a pool table and a computer room and a kitchen and a fucking garage that can I can keep my truck in in a yard for grass I can mow. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what I want. Okay. You give me all those things, dude, and a nice fucking conservative wife who's under 30 years old that wants to produce some children, let's fucking roll with it. Okay? Let's go. I'm down. What do I have to do to get there? What steps do I need to take? Well, I feel like I've been taking them. I worked for an entire year, albeit I didn't make much money and it was mostly independent work. But I, I got up and I did stuff and I learned something and, and, and now we're starting this general contracting company together and boom. I feel like those are right steps. I, I haven't bit off more than I can, I can chew. My car payment's fucking 500 some bucks a month or 600 with insurance. That's not unreachable or unreasonable. Anyone working a job without a house payment or child support or anything like that could afford that. Okay, I'm not special. But it's nice for me because I haven't had anything nice in a long time. And this truck is fucking nice. And while doing that, I'm trying to balance this person. And I think that Lance and Jordan have a decent understanding of what I'm trying to do. Uh, when I'm... I guess when I'm... When, when I'm being the person that I'm supposed to be in that in that in that mode, I don't want to. I don't want to fucking. I don't want to work. I don't want to do anything. What are you fucking crazy? I don't want to do any of that shit, man. I want to live and I, I really do want to explore. I re, you want to know the real me? I want to fucking paint, dude. It's like one of the things that I've been wanting to do forever and I just don't do it because it's super expensive to get into and there's absolutely zero uh, benefits to doing it other than just expressing yourself and being kind of a free person. I want to climb rocks. I want to be a rock climber. I want to skateboard. I want to, I want to be a writer. I like writing. A lot of stories in my head. Fictional and non-fictional. But who's ever going to see them? Who's ever going to read them? Maybe, you know, maybe I don't do them for that. Maybe I do them for myself. But if I do it for myself, then what's the fucking point? I like the attention. I'm not, I'm not, I have nothing to say about that. I like being in the moment attention, right? I like being the guy, I like being the guy that nobody knows who the fuck I am, right? But when I'm in your presence, I'm all you're thinking about. I am all consuming. Every single fucking moment that I'm in your presence, it's about me. And I want you thinking about me, trying to figure me out and try to, do this and this guy's awesome this guy's cool or this guy's an asshole whatever whatever character i make for you i want you thinking about it and feeling it and experiencing mike silberg i want you to know who i am 
whatever the fuck I'm showing you anyway. And in doing so, I completely encapsulate your life. I don't think encapsulate. Engulf, consume, possess for that short period of time. And then I disappear into the darkness. And you don't know what happened, who was that guy. I like that idea of fame. That's why I liked casting. You know, there were some times I had 10 people watching me. And there were some times I had 1,500 people watching me. And there were some times I had 30,000 people watching me. Well, one time. And I was the same. I was a performer, and I loved it, dude. I loved it. I loved everybody all on my shit. Hanging on every word that I was saying. Waiting for me to come in with another big ticket item to sell them. And that was my life. That's what I loved. That's what I wanted to do, and I still want to do that now. But it can never happen. It shouldn't have happened. It was a fluke. I forced I forced everyone's hand. And uh, this is where I am now. <sighs> Luckily for me. I adapt and overcome. I strive. I keep going. I don't fucking shut down when shit gets tough. I keep fighting. And if you knock me down, I'm getting up, dude. And I've been knocked down so many goddamn times. And it's almost always my fault, though. You know? I'm the one that's running on ice, and I slip and fall. Very rarely is it because someone else knocked me down. It's because I fell down, because I'm an idiot. I would say, I would say almost 100% of the time. The point is that I... I'm starting to become more and more familiar with who I really am and trying to work that into my social groups as the real character, which in in itself is always going to exist. I'm never going to break down and be completely open and honest with anybody. Even in these conversations I have with myself that I record, even in conversations I have with myself about scenarios that I'm not recording, I am not completely honest about things. There are certain things that I believe. There are certain things that I want to do. There are certain things that I think. There are certain things that I want in my life that I will never, ever fucking tell anybody about. And that's dangerous. Because how can I start a relationship with someone, especially a woman, when I am 100% not being honest with her? 
Everybody can feel it, man. They can all fucking feel it. Every group I've ever been in, no matter what personality type I've ever tried to portray, whether it was as close to the real Mike as you could get, or a complete and utter fucking fabrication a million miles away from what I really wanted to say and do. Doesn't matter. They all could feel something strange. They couldn't put their finger on it, and they never suggested in a million years that I was fake because of my boisterous nature in most of these situations. They'd never even think in a million years that it was a fake persona. Even though it was, they couldn't identify it as that. They didn't know what it was, but they could feel it. And my relationships have never been successful in for women or... I don't want to say men, but like, you know, friends, dudes, uh, friends of mine, I don't have any women friends. They've never been successful though. Do you really trust Mike? Do you really honestly fucking believe him? There's been shit that I have told groups of people who absolutely did not believe a fucking word I said about it. Absolutely thought it was complete and utter bullshit. And yet there's another group of people out there that experienced that, who saw it, who were there, who were with me during. And those two groups of people will never meet each other. I always have these fantasies from time to time. Always, sometime, always time to time. Especially when I when I daydream about winning the Powerball. I like to think about gathering every single person I've ever had any kind of a relationship with. Even if it was a one night relationship. Whether it was a guy or a girl or a group of people. Someone who experienced a version of me. Right? Everybody, thousands of them, and put them in a room together. Right, and not and, and not say anything to them about anything. Just they're all in a room. They don't. They were called there. They were paid. You know, five hundred dollars to go there. Whatever the case may be. Just something. Something told. Is keep in mind. This is after I like won the lottery or something. I had a ton of money. Pay them all like thousand bucks to come to this thing you're invited to this and they're just in this room so first of all because this is a fantasy because this is a hypothetical every person that I've ever known or met or loved or hated or whatever is there right the truth is that if this ever did happen I highly doubt anybody would go for a thousand dollars there might be a few people $1,000 I got invited to a seminar and they're just they're giving me a $1,000 check is this real but if I don't go they'll void the check where is this at is at the casino should we go to this no plus ones you know I don't know how many people would show up like Elizabeth you think she's gonna go fuck now none of those people are going to go none of them 
might be a few randoms, you know, people I had fairly uh, insignificant relationships with. They'd probably show up. But then what would this experiment be about, even if, you know, if that didn't happen? Even in my own fantasies, I can't inflate my ego. You understand? Like, even in my own fantasies, I can't say, I'm going to invite everyone I know and I cared about and was ever in my life for any single of time, and they're all going to fucking be there. It doesn't work. I argue with myself. It has never happened, Mike. Fucking 10% of the people you invited would actually show up. And that's being generous. I can't even inflate my shit in my mind. You know, and that's it, it. It bothers me sometimes with those those scenarios, and those scenarios have come up quite a bit. And you know, the one scenario that I feel as though I wish I was successful in is business and money management. I, just, there are things in business that I don't think about because I'm not a businessman. I never went to school, and it was I was never trained. I never studied business. You know, people say, oh, I'm in business, I'm in business. Well, what the fuck does that mean? You sell a fucking glue to people? What, what, what do you, you make hats, motherfucker? Like, I'm talking about, like, business transactions, like the study of business transactions. Being able to look at the cost effectiveness of of this versus this, or this, or this, or this, or this, you know? Uh, is, I don't even know if that's what you do. Is there more to that? I don't know because I've never been trained for it. So I'm sure I'd make mistakes all the way. And that's one of the reasons why I like being partnered up with these other guys is because they're they're a different voice. You know, it's two other people in these situations. And the way we're going to set this up is that it's not evenly split. Those who work get paid. It's a It's a capitalist business structure. There's three people that own the company. We all have equal shares. If one person project manages a job and handles all the subs and handles the homeowner and handles the paperwork and handles the phone calls and handles, 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 guess what? That guy's getting the vast majority of the profits for that particular job. Sure, the company's going to get a little bit. Yeah, and it'll be split evenly between the three of us. But let's say let's say we make let's say we do a hundred thousand dollar job. Uh, we make, you know, 15 grand on the deal <clears throat> for being the GC on that job. The guy who did all the work is getting 10 stacks, right? Company gets 5,000 and that gets split three ways. So he gets more of that money too. If the other guy has some input or involvement in that particular job, sure. And, you know, there's going to be some times, too, where it may create some situations where one guy's getting two or $300,000 jobs and the other guy's only getting $10,000 jobs. Well, why is that happening? Let's figure that out first. Why is that occurring? I don't know. If, there, if you know, I, I think Lance would be more like that. Jordan probably, too. But motherfuckers... These guys have never had crazy money before, dude. They've never had a lot of money before. So they can tell me till the cows come home that shit ain't gonna change them, but I, I'm telling you, man, we got fucking a half a million dollars in that bank account, dude. Motherfucking motherfuckers will change. You feel me? People are gonna get fucking weird with that much money on 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 hand. 
It's just, that's just how it goes. It's gonna happen. And, uh, what is this? People think that, oh, I'm different. Oh, I'm this. I'm, no, you're not, motherfucker. You ain't different. You ain't different, Jack. You're the same. The same as everybody else, dude. You're a human fucking being. And greed and jealousy is a real motherfucker. And there's no... There's no answer to it. Other than you've been there before. And it's nothing new to you. And you recognize it. And you just deal with it as is. You have to. You have to shift your mind from. There's a $500,000 in this bank account. To. We have plenty of money for materials. For the next couple jobs. We don't need to worry about down payments clearing. Before we can buy materials. And that's huge. But these guys have never had that much money before. I know Lance had some money when he was doing that stuff with the mortgages. But there's no way that uh, Jordan has. But Jordan's pretty thrifty, you know. And that's why I think that as soon as we start getting more than $10,000 in that bank account, we have to implement those safeguards so one guy can't take it all out. I want to, you know, we need to do it so you can have two, so you have to have two signatures. Two signatures to move that money. So all the money goes into one account. Then we move that money to a secondary account attached to the same business account for payroll or um, material expenditures, etc. I don't know. I'm getting kind of long-winded here. It's 34 minutes. I'm going to end this. And I'm going to say this. Um... I know that I'm different than everyone I've ever met in my entire life. Because I am always different with everyone I've ever met in my entire life. But I'm trying to focus in on on one guy. As real as I could possibly be. And I and I I hope that I'm able to do it before I die and I'm hoping that I'm able to be successful in doing so. And people appreciate it. Especially people who care about me and that I care about. Say, you know, Mike, I I never knew this part of you. I'm glad that you shared this with me. Uh, or, there I, there I go again. Uh, I'm, Mike, I, I really wish you wouldn't have fucking said this to me. Unfortunately, you and I can't be associated with each other anymore. Who? I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. But I'm really trying to get down to business and get focused. Goodbye.